explain to what people don't who don't know what the Thunderbirds are, what they do, and I guess what exactly it is you did with them specifically. For sure. So they are known as the ambassadors of the Air Force. You know, when we go to air shows every weekend for nine months out of the year, they're essentially the front show. They're the speaker. You know, when people want to come up and have a conversation about essentially any part of the Air Force, we're supposed to be able to speak on it. So a lot of talking to all age ranges, um, traveling a lot, being the front line, front show. You know, you don't make mistakes when you're on the Air Force. You know, you don't have time to. And in the Thunderbird specifically, why it was my favorite squadron to be a part of is from the bottom to the top, you have to be able to talk to people on a common point. So there's no being afraid of the colonel at the top because you have to speak to him the same as you talk to your other maintainers. It just, it has to be like that. And anywhere else, it's a very different demeanor in the military. When you see a colonel or a chief walk by, you tend to straighten up, stand different, talk different, all those things. Well, it's intimidating, right? It's, it's, it's like they, they they have a presence on them. They got all the pins on them. They they uh, I was I listened to actually TikTok the other day. It's just like you respect the title. You don't necessarily need to respect the man, but you have to respect the title. And if it's a colonel, general, whatever, you know their presence is just very intense, just because of just the way they are and just their their title they have. And going through your military training, you know that is really metaphorically and maybe even physically beaten into you. The idea of the respect. No, absolutely. And they have to somewhat build a persona. And I don't yes. want to say that it's in there being fake, but it's just how they need to present themselves in every moment. And people take that differently. So let me, let me ask yeah. you, like with, with the generals, generals, I guess generals in general, say that five times fast. Like when you're on TV, right? And you see like General Milley, I think is one of the highest generals in the U.S. Army or Navy or whatever military. Um, when he's on TV talking to Congress, like is that demeanor – that he has on TV similar to what a regular general would have in person? Like, are, are, is what we see on TV, like when they're on congressional meetings, kind of like what they are in real life in terms of respectability and how they carry themselves? Absolutely. You have to be almost blank from emotion, you know? Yeah. You have to go into a room and say the facts as they are, not up or down, just as they are. Whether the conversation is negative or positive, just say it flatline, how it is. And uh, yeah, that's how they walk in out of the room. Now, you go behind the curtains and you have the aftermath conversation. Of course, he's very much more human, shows empathy, all those emotions. But on the screen, whenever you're at a PR event, you absolutely keep your bearing. And Yeah, no, for, for sure. I, I hear you. Yeah, because my, my, uh, my cousin is actually, um, he went through the military and he's, I, I, don't, I think he graduated officer school. He's trying to be an officer in the Marines. Okay. And every now and then he'll tell me like, this is a story. It was like, you know, I was with like my, uh, like my PO or whatever that his official like ranking officer is above him. And he's just like, every now and then you get that human moment where you can just kind of joke and just kind of be like a person around him. I'm just like, man, that's fun. Cause I had that kind of relationship with my own boss, right? Like my regular nine to five job. It's just like, I still, I, that's why I love working for her and with her. Cause I still have that respect of you are my superior. You are my boss. You write my checks. But, like, we're on the road, I can still talk to you like a person, have fun with you, joke around with you, and, like, talk about your cats. Bar, bar jokes. Let's call it bar, bar jokes. jokes. Yeah, That's yeah. It's so, like, in the military, I, I think like even more special in the military, you can have, like, man talk. Especially with, like, yeah, someone who's, like, is. a, a, rank, a ranking officer. Open sometimes. Yeah. It is. It's tough to break through that. But once you do, it feels good to have that moment. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more, the, more yeah. the camaraderie. So what, what made you yes. seek out the military? You went right out of high school? Correct. So okay. I guess I was a very um, 
rebellious, free-spirited kid. You know, I grew up in the country in Washington, kind of was able to run around the woods, do whatever I wanted. Didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. Um, but I ended up my senior year getting my girlfriend, who eventually became my wife, pregnant. And that was definitely a push to do something bigger than myself. You know, that was definitely the moment where I was like, all right, I want to do something. I'm going to do it right. Not just pick up a typical nine to five like anyone out of high school would in my small town. So, yeah, the military was kind of my thing. And I'm glad I did it. Um, six and a half years, I learned more than I could have ever expected. You no know, experience, things most people don't get to. And, yeah, I'm grateful for it. Did you do Army, Marines, Navy? What, what, what kind of like Air Force? Straight into the Air Force? Yeah, I was the Air Force. I was straight into the Air Force. Okay, so when you like go to apply for the Air, Air Force, did you initially want to be a mechanic, like an aircraft mechanic? Was that something kind of an opportunity that fell into your lap? Like how, no, great how, question. how do you go great from like question. boot camp basic training to, hey, I am, now, I am now repairing these aircraft? So in a very brief summary, it's essentially you take the ASVAB test, and that'll place you into what you qualify for as far as jobs. From there, you sit down with a recruiter and he'll break down your top five list where, you know, hey, these are five things. Even if you've never heard of this before, is it something you're interested in? Um, I gave him my top five list and I want to say aircraft mechanic, sheet metal specifically, was my number three or four pick. So, yeah, I got my top five. And some people aren't that lucky. You know, some people go in open general, for example, or open mechanical, and they just get stuck with whatever job is the least manned, usually, whoever they need the most. So like, what are the requirements like for for that specific job? Like, you're you're fresh out of high school, right? Rebellious mm-hmm. kid. Like, did you do you need good grades? Like, do they look at your rap sheet? They look at like your proc, I guess your report cards. Like, oh, I got an A in math, great. Like, or like, uh-huh. what are like what are like the um? If it was like, if it was like an actual like resume builder, right? Like a job interview. Yep. Here's the requirements for the job. Like, what does that look like? Like, how do they Great place question. The people? So, um, knowledge based is the number one with the ASVAB test. And then secondly would be your physical fitness. You know, 80% of the people um, in America get disqualified because of just physical fitness. They don't meet the requirements, whether it's, whether it's height, weight, um, they might have scoliosis or some other disease where they just don't, they can't qualify. And so those are the top two things. After that, it really gets down to just telling the truth. You know, I've had friends who are great airmen that told right off the gate that they've done a handful of drugs before joining and as long as they sign the waivers saying, oh, yes, you told us that this was true heading in, um, you can still get in. Other people that, you know, are in the Army and the Marines who have served time before in prison. And still, as long as, you know, you cross your T's and dot the right I's, you can still get in. Absolutely. Um, the process for me was about three and a half months, which is pretty quick from saying I wanted to join going through a three month debt program, which was the del- delayed entry program. And yeah, then go into basic training. And once I was in basic training is actually when I found out the job that I got. Mm. Interesting. So you see, you said former, former convicts, like actual prisoners who got out of prison can, can join the military. No problem. I mean, it depends on the level of crime. It depends. It depends. Yeah. But but if the the fact that they are a prisoner paying the crime doesn't automatically disqualify them. Correct. There's just more loopholes you got to jump through to join. That's, you know what, honestly, I never thought of that until just now. And I think, I think that's a really good thing because, you know, a lot of, a lot of people who enter, who leave jail, you know, they can't get a job. You know, they, 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 they have to declare that they were a convict or a federal penitentiary or whatever, state jail, whatever. And that exactly. just automatically disqualifies them from a job for obvious reasons. And maybe it's in most circumstances, unfair reasons. So I am glad that an actual military is, is an option 
for them. And I, it probably really does straighten them out. Like, did the military really straighten you out? Absolutely. It was exactly what I needed for the time. Right. You know, it was, I was, had all the passion in the world, had all the drive, had all the hard work, but I had no direction and no sense of really a schedule or anything like that. So being forced to wake up at 4 a.m. and don't stop until 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night when you finally get to pass out, I needed that. You know, I needed someone to pound into me. Like, if you want to get stuff done, you do A, B, C, D, all the way through Z. And yeah, don't stop. And so, yeah, I definitely needed it. Um, Changed my perspective a lot 